0: Okie dokie, well, welcome back to Circling Seattle Sports. I used to say podcast, but we've grown into much more than a podcast since geez, the last interview interview that we've done. I am your host, as always, Charles Hammaker. I am joined here by Olivia Athens, uh, you know, f- former UCLA Bruin. As a Husky, I've got my reserves about that. But obviously, with our OL Ray now, uh, spent some time with the U.S. Women's National Team, U18 team, well accomplished throughout your collegiate career, high school career. How have things been? I know before we started the record button, you and a bunch of your teammates were at the Storm game just yesterday that was game 4 of the semis and then you've got Chicago coming up here in a few days. I know it's been a probably a long and hectic season with everything mm-hmm. especially as a rookie. How have how have you been? How has I guess the rest been for you this past week or so?
1: Um, good. I think, you know, our team's special because we have so many internationals. So it's always weird when we go through these international breaks, I feel like our numbers dwindle so much, um, which says a lot to our team and how, um, just like the great players we have in our team. Um, but training's been good. I think we had a nice little like week and a couple days off. So honestly, we're getting ready to get back to these last five games and hopefully finish three points in all of them, so yeah, it's
0: been good. And I'm sure you know, and we'll get to it. But just with how the club has added people throughout the season, mm-hmm. uh lost some folks. You know, obviously international, like you said, it's like, oh shoot, you know, we'll even we'll get to it with that Portland start international open mm-hmm. the door. So anyway, before I get ahead of myself, we'll head back to the sort of the earlier years. Um, it's always really interesting to me to see players that have spent time in a national team camp, wherever that was in their stages. Would you say, how would you say rather uh, that your time with the u 18 uh, national team helped your growth as a player? Maybe, maybe it was more of a learning experience. What did you take, uh, you know, from your time around that camp, the people there, just the overall experience.
1: Um, I think whenever you get into a U.S. camp, it's kind of a accumulation of, you know, all the best players in your age group. Um, so it is cool to kind of see the players I played with and and how they're doing now and how some of them are even on the full team um, and just their careers in the NMSL, how well they're doing. But, yeah, I think it really shows you the the quality that you need to have if you want to be at the next level. And I'm, I've am learned that even just being in my first year here at Rain. Um, what that next level is and you know I'm surrounded by world-class players every day so um, they let us know for sure but yeah no it's just really cool to um, see all the players I've played with how well they're doing and you know just what that level takes to get to
0: And then moving over to college here this is really interesting to me because we look at your club now with the rain there's there's a couple Bruins there Mm -hmm. Obviously, Lauren Barnes, Marley Canales, uh, and even on the club, just some Pac-12 stuff going on as as a Husky myself. I I mean, the Pac-12 has had some great programs, you know, in soccer, both men's and women's up and down the board. What would you say about playing in the conference? I know, you know, if we just look at that conference, some of the top, I mean, Stanford, right, Mm -hmm. just that competition, Was that something, I mean, did you, with college, was there ever thought to leave California or was it kind of an obvious decision to stay in use? Because from what I remember, uh, you're from Stanford. Mm -hmm. Um, So how did that sort of decision-making process go and would you have changed anything about it, you know, with the hindsight of it all?
1: Well, initially I was actually committed to UNC Chapel Hill um, before UCLA yeah um I didn't even look at UCLA to be honest I kind of was in this I want to get away you know UNC had this notorious program this dynasty for how many years I think you know everyone growing up wanted to be a Tar Heel um so yeah I was like kind of stuck on UNC and then like one of my coaches pulled me aside and was like I think you know, just for your style and how you like to play, like maybe let's look somewhere else. And then my best friend at the time just started her first year at um, UCLA. And so I went to visit, visit her after a tournament in SoCal. And I was baffled. I was like, why did I never look at UCLA? Like, oh my God, it's amazing here. You're in SoCal. I kind of don't think I realized how far away North Carolina was from California. And I realized I didn't want that. Um, and so, yeah, it, it happened so fast. And then going into my senior year, I was like, I want to go to UCLA. So rest is history. And I'm so glad I went, I wouldn't change a thing.
0: I mean, if we just look down, I don't know. I know some players don't like me listing the accolades, but the 67 starts over your time there. I know there was an injury in there, unfortunately, but mm-hmm. able to still come back from that all Pacific region honors, second team, all pack 12. I mean, it's, no, coming at the expense of my team, but still, I mean, just looking at the conference and seeing the success and the talent that comes out of it is just really incredible to me just to kind of keep an eye on that. I know there's the whole idea of backing the pack, um, but just as a player, I'm always interested to see how that looks from your standpoint where it's like, I believe I was talking to Just Cowart, a uh, former UW uh, player. And it was like, there's no easy team on that schedule when you're yeah. playing in conference it's just it's there's kind of no like game. the end of cell. well yeah oh god <laughs> um so yeah. it's just interesting because i'm sure that makes you better right because yeah. it's like i can't you know I, I have to be on my a game all the time and i'm sure you'd like to do that regardless but it's mm-hmm. like i'm sure extra maybe incentive or motive to do that
1: yeah and i think well at least i played in the pac 12 during an interesting time when you look at stanford and five of those players on the national team were on that Stanford team. So it kind of makes me feel better that we never beat them. (laughs) It's half the national team, but like, yeah, they had, they had a crazy good team.
0: And I mean, to obviously, I mean, it doesn't, um, these don't exclude each other, but looking at your success, I know I I mentioned high school, but the college level, your success in the tournament, how many times (laughs) you guys got to the tournament is there really, now that you look at that part of your life, because obviously you're at the pro level now, this is a mm-hmm. different chapter. Is there anything that you can maybe any moment or maybe a year at itself, maybe it spanned a year or a, a, could it be a game, could be a week, could be a month, a time period that you would say really sort of kicked things into gear for you to get, like ultimately was the jettison point to get to the pro level. Was that maybe even something you thought of, because I know some players didn't even think about playing pro until something kind of flipped that switch in their head. Was there a sort of a decision or a moment like that for you to kind of, I guess, push the envelope? Mm
1: -hmm. No, Yeah, I think last year um, I was starting my fifth year and I've, I've always pretty been, you know, care about my education and I wanted to get my master's degree. So I wasn't really thinking too much about going pro. Um, And then last fall, I kind of just had a conversation with Laura and she basically was like, I want you to come play for me. And then that was the moment where I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, this is, this is something I want to do. So um, yeah, it wasn't really on my mind. And then it kind of just happened. And I realized it was something I wanted to pursue. And luckily I was able to do um, my school and and play for rain at the same time the first half of this year so it all kind of worked out
0: I mean I complain about classes but man I can only imagine what that's like yeah, um, goodness gracious so that's a great that's a great transition point you know mm-hmm. to mention Laura and just how that conversation kind of shifted things um, is there any more detail behind that discovery process how that went because I believe you went undrafted and then you know there was the talk. I'm sure that was the talk yeah. with Laura that kind of swayed things. But is there anything else behind that? And I asked that because it, it's really interesting to me to hear the inner workings of some of mm-hmm. these things. Because a former keeper Cosette Morche got word that she got traded to the Rain via Instagram DM. The Rain Instagram wow. DM'd her, and well, or they posted something about it, and she found out that way. And I'm, it's always really interesting to me, maybe others that might be watching this to see that's how she ended up here. And you wouldn't have known that just through a standard press release. You know what I mean? So, is yeah, there so
1: yeah, so I actually, I was in a, everyone in my grade was in a kind of a weird situation because of COVID. And so what they did was for the 2021 draft, all seniors were eligible, regardless if you entered. So I was up for, even though I didn't enter the draft, someone could technically pick me if they wanted to. Same thing with my roommate, Laurel. And so we obviously took our fifth years. And then for the next year's draft, all of those fifth years that were in the other draft were no longer draft eligible, which means we had to be picked up by through discovery.
0: Mm. So
1: we weren't even able to enter this year's draft. Yeah, so... um, before the draft, I talked to Laura, and it was kind of set that I was going to be a discovery player for Rain. But then, like when the draft approaches, they like allowed fifth years to enter. I don't know why. Maybe they had low draft numbers or something. But at that point, I was like, no, like I, I'm at a place I want to be at. Why would I, you know, take my chances and enter the draft? Um, so yeah, I'm kind of just ended up, I guess, where I needed to be, um, and I'm very thankful for Laura.
0: Um. Yeah. I, see that. I mean, that's really interesting to me because yeah. I mean, I, the numbers are cool. I'm not as much of a numbers guy as I am a stories guy. So like stuff mm-hmm. like this is always like, I mean, tell me more, man, tell me what you got, because it's just really, it's it's really cool to hear the journey. And it's part of the reason why big part of the reason why I do these things uh, like with yeah, a teammate of yours in the midfield with uh, midfield uh, with Olo Mm-hmm. I remember Laura was at one of the UW games at the end of the year and I'm like that's Laura Harvey the standard like big puffer jacket the giant Nike swoosh on the back and I, was, I saw her face I was like that's Laura Harvey what is she doing here mm-hmm. and I know I'm sure you yeah, played it was her. a fifth year
1: yeah I guess she entered the draft she got to enter the draft but
0: mm-hmm. um so yeah it's oh crazy yeah enough. it i w- well, got some <laughs> it's yeah and I mean with free agency Mm -hmm. and all that it's it's fun to watch it unfold to an extent but also knowing that there's more behind it you know um so taking that and then moving over to the league obviously there's challenge cup the women's cup there's a bunch of stuff going on for you guys I'm sure it gets pretty hectic Mm -hmm. is there a moment through all that and I know we're heading really deep into the season now but earlier was there a really like welcome to the NWSL moment a welcome to the league Maybe took a hit somewhere or met a player that you might have idolized and it was kind of like, oh, I'm at this level. I'm at the professional level now. I'm here really here.
1: I mean, I think just in those first trainings when you know, you have Megan Rapino and Jess Fishlock and Rose LaBelle, and you know, these are players I grew up watching. And then you watch Pino strike a ball and you're like, holy crap, like. She hits it really hard. Um, so, yeah, I think just like right off the bat, it was so surreal to be able to, you know, not only play, but just talk and get to know um, these types of players. And you realize like they're just normal people too. Um, and so it's been really cool getting to know them as people, but also learning from them on the field. It's been invaluable.
0: Do you have moments like that still where it's like, holy crap? I mean, because you talk about Pino striking a ball, I think about the Orlando match and that I yeah. think it was that assist to Bethany. I mm-hmm. I hadn't seen, I looked away for a second Ugh. and all the second, all of a sudden I get a text from a, of another journalist of mine. Like, did you see that? I'm like, oh crap, what I miss? And then you watch it on replay again and again and again. It's like, you know, do, yeah. like do class. You still have that where it's like, holy crap oh, shoot, that's my teammate. You know, I'm not watching Mm -hmm. it somewhere.
1: Yeah, and also just like not even her ability to execute, but just like Pino's mentality of her like willing us to win that game and like having that, I think just witnessing that is so valuable. And I'm so like thankful to be able to play with these kind of players and learn from them.
0: And now, so with this, I know I teased Portland, but with the, the first career start here, I'm sure you might have had to talk about this a little bit, but what in, what goes into that day? Did you find out a little bit beforehand? Because I know there were a few matches here and there where a player had to bow out like the night before, and then the morning someone finds out that they're starting. How did that day go for you? And was it more, were you kind of stunned that that decision wasn't being made? Or were you just, hey, I put in the work. I am a professional for a reason. This is my time to just put it all out in the field.
1: Yeah, I think the latter. I think we knew we were missing, you know, key players. And then we kind of had a little COVID outbreak. So we were we were low on numbers. Um, So, yeah, I knew I was starting and honestly just wanted to go out there and do my best for the team and, you know, try to. I know I couldn't fill the void of Rose Lavelle, but, you know, trying to, you know, do it, do the best I can. And, you know, it helps when you're playing next to Jess Fishlock and Kim Little. Um, So, yeah, it was it was a cool opportunity
0: from an inside standpoint. That's a, that's a really great point from an inside standpoint. I mean, we look at some of the players that have come and gone uh, through the roster this year, you know, Allie going to Orlando to get more time, Kim coming Mm -hmm. back on a short loan, Haitama coming in now with this club. You already talked about Pino. Jess obviously is is Jess. I don't think we need Mm -hmm. to even mention that much more. Um, Oh, shoot, I totally lost it there. But just from an inside perspective, what is that like to just be around that? Is it just sort of I have to be a sponge and just take mm-hmm. up what these players give me? And how much how much can you do that kind of be like not to be like a pest, but just trying to learn as much as you can from these players who've had these experiences, who have been as successful as they have been?
1: Yeah, I think like you said being a sponge. I think that's kind of how I've wanted to approach my rookie year. Um as you know, being a sponge and you know this is such a unique time to be playing with, you know, these kind of players and opportunity to to learn from them. Um so yeah, just kind of like picking up like little details um in you know each of their games and what makes them so great. Uh, has been really cool. Um, and I know we, we miss Kim, but I feel like even just in our six weeks, I, I learned a lot from watching her play and her game and the things that she does so well. So yeah, it's been really cool.
0: That is, that is great. Yeah. As, as soon as there was the whole process with the visa I was like, ah, shoot, I wonder if they can extend that. Mm-hmm. And even Lou was like, yeah, we couldn't do that. And I'm like, eh, crap. <laughs> um. and then just to, to, to wrap it up here and put it on a nice bow. I know that we're heading towards the end of the season um and i mean a, a lot of the time in these matches recently you guys have really clicked i know that there have been some comebacks here we look at mm-hmm. angel city uh but i mean wins like that to me say a lot about just how tight the group is what can you say from your perspective i know you you know being a rookie and all but what you can gauge from the culture that's been created, because that's always something that's really important to me yeah. to see, you know, with one of our teams here in this area that people want to be here, they like being here, and they want to win here, just all yeah. of that, you know, what can you say about the culture within the RAIN organization?
1: I think one of the things that makes us so unique is our expectation to win i know everyone wants to win but it's kind of like this basic foundation of you know we're here to win that that's why we're all footballers that's why we all chose to be here on rain um so anything else is kind of you know unacceptable and i think it shows in our in our comebacks and this never say die mentality whether it's you know one person you know picking up the slack or all of us together um i think it it says a lot about the group and hopefully we won't have as many comebacks um, going not forward, it but for you there. yeah. But if we if we have to, you know, it shows like we're prepared. We've done it before. We've been here. We know, regardless of what happens, we have a chance of winning. So yeah.
0: Well, taking that all into consideration, it's been really fun to not only watch, you know, rookies like you, uh, Olo. Obviously, I mean, I don't wouldn't call Fallon a rookie, but getting as much starting mm-hmm. time as she has. Uh, as well as the veteran sides of things. You know, I mm-hmm. had someone leave comments on my stuff last year that Jess might be long in the tooth. Jess wins MVP. I'm like, you shouldn't have said that thing. <laughs> you know, just watching this mm-hmm. group come together, having as much fun, you know, while riding the storm of having to play the Women's Cup while coming off of what, just a few regular season games right before. Mm-hmm. It's It's been really great to watch you all and anyone who has been with, the show and watching circling saddle sports to a decent time knows how much. And even as I mentioned, the rain, mm-hmm. it's our favorite team to cover by far. So Thank I you. appreciate you taking time out of your day. I will say with you, UCLA thing, the eight clap has been burned into my head. So it's good me. Damn it. No, <laughs> uh, regardless, excited to see not only the rest of this regular season, but what else mm-hmm. you do in a rain kit. Um, Thank you for all your time and excited to see obviously Chicago. We got Chicago yeah. on Friday here, but what the rest of the regular season holds and beyond. So yeah, maybe, do you have anything you want to end on? I know a lot of players on the club are involved with different things. Um, I know we've got uh shoot intentionalist, I believe we're doing that every I gotta send my tweet out today. But is there anything that maybe you want to push uh before we head out of here?
1: Mm. No, not right now, Charles. I'm no, I'm no, I'm no Lou Barnes. <laughs> not yet.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I was I, when I spoke with Lou. I had a list. I was like, all right, let's see. You've yeah. got a uh, bing, 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 hard to, bing,
1: to keep bing. up with her. She was at the pitch mini pitch thing before she came up to the Aces game. So she does it all. Oh She's God. amazing.
0: Yeah. Well, we need more to Lou Barnes. <laughs> wouldn't argue with that but you know even to go back to you doing classes during the season i don't know how you guys manage it yeah i think
1: i'm just on a i'm on a little like summer break right now i'm enjoying my my
0: we'll we'll get you back to that break but
1: yeah i'm eager to get back to something